2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. My name is Mike De Niro, and this is episode 250. Yes, Real quick, sir. thank you everybody who got me to this point. I am so excited that we're at episode 250. It feels like it came pretty quick, but it's definitely a long time coming. Today, to celebrate episode 250, you know I had to bring on a very special guest. So today, I got my boy from the League of Extraordinary Podcast. My boy, Yo. Nick, from the, from the Universal Almost. Wrestling Podcast.
3: Yo. Yeah,
2: I'm excited to have you on, man.
3: Yeah, I just chugged two beers during that intro. <laughs> it's a pretty Woo! long intro. <laughs> Ready. Yeah, man. I'm happy to be on 250. That's amazing. I think I'm at like, I don't know, maybe 60. So good shit, dude. Cheers. Thank you. Me. I
2: appreciate that. Thank you. I really do, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat already. Courtney was good. What's Dame's up, Courtney? Got Kofi Weeson, Dirty yes. Hills podcast. Was Patch good. the duchy. <laughs> Congratulations on 250, brother. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Before we get into today's show, I gotta give a big shout out to my sponsors at threefallsbrand.com, the best rock and wrestling merchandise on the planet, and also the home to the wrestling DeLorean merchandise. But instead of just talking about it, let me show you guys what they do.
1: Three Falls Brand is a DIY merch company that provides original artwork on shirts, hats, stickers, and pins. Three Falls, WrestlePunk merch for the masses. Check us out at ThreeFallsBrand.com and on Instagram at ThreeFallsBrand.
2: Definitely, everybody, check out ThreeFallsBrand.com. They do a lot of good shit over at Three Falls. Also, got to give a big shout out to my sponsors at Manscaped.com. If you go to Manscaped.com, use the promo code Delorean in all caps for 20% off site-wide, no matter what it is. It could be the cheapest thing on the site. It could be the most expensive thing on the site. You get the weed whacker, the lawnmower, the ball deodorant, whatever it is. Make sure you use the promo code DeLorean to get 20% off. Got Tim King in the building. What's good, brother? Thank you very much, man. I appreciate you.
3: Shut down.
2: Courtney says, congratulations. Thank you so much, Courtney. Ah, we got Dom in the building, too. start. Jesus. (laughs) My boys, congrats again on 250. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Hopefully, you and Nick talk Woman (laughs) Waynes. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be talking much Woman Waynes today.
3: No, please.
2: Because today we're talking all about AEW Dynamite Grand Slam, which was, in my opinion, a great fucking show. Yeah. And we're going to break it down, but overall, I'm really curious, what did you think of Dynamite Grand Slam?
3: Yeah, I I love these kind of events. I mean, it doesn't have to be on pay-per-view or uh, Peacock or the network. If it's just live, I mean, Tony's doing that on purpose. Tony wants us to tune in. It's going to be banger matches, and they were, and it's just, I think, I'm with you on that, I think not every match was amazing but it was you know surely entertaining for sure
2: definitely it was a stacked card with five title matches you see i think i got the card pulled up here
3: yeah i had to as well
2: yeah five title matches every matchup was for a champion i think this might be the, the first time a dynamite not battle for the belts but the first time a dynamite had every match where a title was on the line definitely they stacked it out you know there was a a big hill to climb after last year's yeah. uh, Grand Slam. Yeah. It was an absolute banger. I was there live. Um, Brian Danson and Kenny Omega, first match, to stole the show. Down. Exactly, man. Like So you know you had a tough hill to climb to yeah. even replicate what you did last year. But I think they did a pretty good job. So let, let's get into this card. Let's do it. First matchup was for the Ring mm-hmm. of Honor World Heavyweight Champion, Claudio Castagnoli versus Chris Jericho. I was pretty shocked at the results of this. I didn't think yeah. that they are going to give it to Chris Jericho. Um, right now, the only problem I have with the Ring of Honor titles being on Dynamite is a title like the Ring of Honor World Champion has so much prestige to it. At one point, in my opinion, it was one of the most prestigious titles in wrestling.
3: Yeah. And
2: now it's an opening match title because it's just lumped in with all the other titles on Dynamite. I think the way you fix this is we start up that Ring of Honor show. And I really hope that the Ring of Honor show is coming soon because this yeah. title deserves a lot better than what it's getting. But for sure, Chris Jericho as your Ring of Honor champion, it's going to be interesting. And when they do eventually start up Ring of Honor, yeah. having Chris Jericho as a champion is going to bring a lot of eyes to that product.
3: Yeah, but that's the question. Will it? I don't know. I mean, A, where is it going to be? Is it going to be on TNT, TBS, a stream Channel, HBO, Pornhub? I don't know where it's going to be. <laughs> I just hope it happens because I'm with you. I want it, but I don't know if if it's able to be done. I don't know if there's enough backing. Of course, look at what we saw. Jericho. So I think he's you know starting that. I think he's threading the product, and I think it's going to happen soon. I don't know where it's going to be. I just interviewed Davey Richards. I'm a big ROH fan. Yeah. I, I need that back. I need the, the old NXT back. You know what I mean? Like the black yeah. and gold. I need that back, a.k.a. the old ROH We won't get that, but I'm happy that, you know, Tony's doing this, and I guess we're here to talk about this match. Um, It was okay. I think I knew going in that Jericho was going to win. Did I like it? No, but I understand. I do. I get it. So, I'm a fan. I can't write it. I mean, as much as I think I know more than Tony and them guys, I don't. I'm okay with it. That's it. I'm not a – it's not a five-star. It's not a banger. It's not a holy shit kind of moment. It was, okay, that's business.
2: No, I I definitely agree with you. Um, You mentioned your interview with Davy Richards earlier. Um, Cheap plug, baby. We were definitely going to talk about that because not only did you have a great interview with Davy Richards, who I've been a fan of for a long time, but you had a big announcement on that episode as well about the future of your podcast, and we'll talk about that too. So definitely stay tuned for – the Universal Wrestling Podcast big announcement that they made today it was a, it was a good one. Going on here we we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship matchup between Swerve and Our Glory and the Acclaimed. This matchup, I feel like the moment was a lot better than the matchup, even though the match was really good in my opinion. Yeah. But that pop that the Acclaimed got was just amazing. That New yeah. York City crowd went ballistic, and then the pop that they got for the win as well, match the pot that they got for the entrance, maybe even bigger. I thought that that was a great moment. Awesome to see a homegrown team like the Acclaimed win it, especially since that, you know, before AEW, these two guys were not a team. This was a creation of Tony Khan, and it's the first time that you have a homegrown team winning gold. So I think it was a really cool moment, and especially being pulled off here in uh, Arthur Ashe Stadium in front of that crowd. It was great.
3: Yeah, I don't want to compare it to a Kofi or a DB moment, but it was a moment for AEW. You brought it up. Grassroots, they've been there since day one. It's really cool to see a team like this finally getting the push. Now, did it necessarily need to happen? I don't think so. I think they Mm. were they still and were over regardless of the title. You don't need a title if you're this hot. Yes, it's good to have the title, but I think it's funner to watch um, the acclaimed chase for the title, and I think that the chase was cut short. Um, again, I understand it. I, I dig it. I love the moment they had. I think it's, you know, deserved. I just, I don't know. I We saw it coming. We knew it was going to happen. It happened. Kind of like the Jericho match. We saw it was coming. We knew it was going to happen. He got the pin. I'm loving it. I'm not, you know, upset about the outcome. I just, I knew it was going to happen.
2: Nah, yeah, I feel you. I definitely feel like Tony Khan... You know, there was the questions of should if he had, like, called an audible at All Out because of the reaction that yeah. the Acclaimed got. All and I over feel the like, internet. jeez. Yeah, which I, I think that he made the right decision at All Out, but yeah. since the Acclaimed is so over right now, I'm sure he felt like I have to strike while the iron is hot and give these, t- give these guys the titles before they start to cool down. We see that so many times, especially in WWE. Like, someone's hot, yeah. and then they wait so long, and then it's like when they eventually win the championship, it's like... Uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, I remember Braun Strowman, he uh, was yes. hugely over. He was fucking on fire. Crowd was loving him. And then when they eventually gave him the title, yeah. it was like, no mm, one really cared. Yeah. yeah. So you have to strike when the iron's hot. Yeah. See what the... Wait, go ahead.
3: And I think, I don't think this feud is over with. I think now we know who the heels are for sure. Yeah. Swerve, obviously one of the best in the biz right now. Lee. You could see it in his facial expressions. He's really good with that And the movement, yeah. slower. You know, he, he he could you could see that he was developing into the heel that he is now and um I can't wait. Let's get six or seven matches out of this, you know, like uh yeah. Sheamus and uh was it Drew a few years ago? I don't know. The best out of 7. I I need some of that. Oh, more.
2: uh Sheamus and Claudio, right? They had the best out of 7 and ended up with oh, them being the team. The bar. We
3: are we <laughs> yeah. are the bar. <laughs>
2: no yeah definitely Um, I could see this match over and over again I feel like yeah. they're the perfect like foils to each other Maybe especially the first with...
3: match not the second
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah the first match was a whole lot better of a matchup like match quality than the yeah. second but definitely like Swerve is like the perfect foil to the acclaimed. Yeah. he's the way... so
3: cocky it's so good yeah
2: and also like he has like you know the real hip hop friends like he's bringing out Fabulous and shit and then yeah. you got Max Caster who does his like funny ha ha raps but is not really taken serious So it's a good dynamic to have.
3: Yeah.
2: Let's see what uh, the chat's saying. We got Tim King says, over a million again. I thought it was four in a row. Tony tweeted out it was five. Wow, I thought it was four too. I didn't even realize that.
3: Hey, Tim, that was a banger.
2: (laughs) Definitely. Hashtag banger. Uh, Courtney's an AEW hater. Like, Courtney, I I love you, but you hate on AEW too much. Yeah, I don't. Dom says it's five including this week.
3: Dom, just log off, please.
2: Nah, shout-outs Dom. Nah, he, he sent a real nice, heartfelt message for the 250th, and I really appreciate that. That's that's yeah. the homie. But I thought you yeah. sent a
3: message. I was like, shit, I forgot to send a uh, a video.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it's all good. <laughs> Tim King thinks down is great. I always complain that WWE Recycle Storylines does slapping the ROH complain. bell on Jericho mean ROH is heading to TV, and why do we need to run it back if so? I mean –
3: They should do what they did with NXT. Remember that? They changed the the ropes, the spring apron. It was all purple. Oh, my God. Now it's time for the cruiserweights. It's like uh, (laughs) confusing. I don't know. That's a really good question. I don't know what you do. I I don't know if they can hold up their own uh, uh, slot, you know, on a TBS or TNT. I I don't know.
2: I mean, especially. Put it
3: on Peacock.
2: I feel like they could easily, you know, take AEW Dark and make yeah. that the Ring of Honor show. They could take dark. Ele- yeah. I want to take Dark Elevation because that, that's that's shopy. That?
3: That's the that's the issue.
2: Well, if you start marketing it and you start yeah. like letting people Jericho. know that it's around, yeah. yeah, Jericho's gonna be wrestling on YouTube. Yeah. And you can even take that show off YouTube and put it on like Fight TV or something like something that's. Yeah. Actually, no, keep it on YouTube. Keep it on YouTube because more people. I would not go the
3: extra mile. I wouldn't. He- to turn in let
2: like, it let it start to yeah. you know generate buzz, and then you could bring that to a TBS and TNT, and be like, "Look, look at the views we're getting on yeah. YouTube. Look at the names that we have on this show." Yeah. You know, then you could take it to a channel. But right now, Ring of Honor is unproven on TV. They, yeah. They've been a part of a, a TV broadcasting company for like the last 10 years and they're yeah. still unproven on TV. Yeah. So how do you take that to a major television network and say, hey, you know, just because I was successful at AEW, I could be successful at Ring of Honor. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't work that way.
3: I think it's a talent. I mean, look at the WWE roster. Pretty much yeah. all Ring of Honor. I think that's why they were so successful mm-hmm. then. And now, I mean, they got talent, but it's, it's nothing like the past. I don't know. It's a yeah. really good question. We could talk about this all night, seriously.
2: Yeah, for sure. Tim says, Dom, I think the executives it it would fans know. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I don't know, I, I feel like the fans want something that they don't know what to expect yet. You know, you you see it's like important. these little glimpses of like Death Before Dishonor. You see um what was the other show that they had? Uh, Supercard of Honor was under yes. Tony Khan. I great think that shows was during
3: uh, WrestleMania weekend,
2: right? yeah. Yeah, great shows as standalones, yeah. and I just don't know if Ring of Honor is that weekly style television show. Yeah, I, I never really got behind the Ring of Honor television show on Sinclair, but I love the old format that Ring of Honor had before Sinclair, where they would have like monthly shows, maybe two a month, and you could build storylines off of those shows. Yeah, I wouldn't I mean, mind them going that route,
3: yeah. I mean, are they even? competing with any other company. I mean, not MLW, not GCW. I mean, I, they have no competition. I don't I don't know if we know what they are. I don't think Tony knows what it is.
2: Yeah, I, I do feel like Tony bought it right away and then he's like rolling it out before yeah. e- even having a plan set up.
3: Well, you know I, how it was. Yeah. My balls are bigger. I got to do this. You know, and it, it made sense, you know, just like the yeah. Jericho thing. You don't have to like it, but it made sense. Yeah, for sure. I think it was just the opponent. That was the issue. It was uh, like Joe Schmo. It's like, yeah, fuck yeah. Jericho's champ.
2: Yeah, it's because, and also yeah. Claudio hasn't really had an opportunity to be the top guy. I thought with him winning the Ring of Honor champion, eventually that yeah. show, I thought it would have already been here. And then Claudio could be showcased as the top guy on that show with the top title. Yeah. But we never got that before yeah. he dropped it. So. But
3: is he a top guy? That's another question.
2: Well, he's never been given that opportunity to step up to the plate. so We can't really tell. Yeah, exactly. And then Tim King says, Swerve is fire. He definitely is. Yo, Swerve is on fire. And I'll tell you this. I love the boombox spot in the match. And Tim, you know what I'm talking about? Because Billy Gunn was on the outside. And we just covered an episode of Monday Night Raw from 97 where Billy Gunn and a road dog was teaming up for the first time and Billy Gunn took a boombox and nailed Thrasher from the headbangers with it.
3: Yes.
2: And then later on this week we fucking see the same spot happen. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I love when shit like that happens.
3: Yeah.
2: But rewrite history. For sure. Banger. Nick for president, goddamn it. <laughs> goddamn you. Yeah, I think it would work out perfect with Chicago going crazy for them, them getting them getting to go to New York and the win is money. I think that it was East a good Coast, one for them, baby. especially they—they are—they're they, uh, both local. I believe yeah. Max Caster is from New York. I believe Bowens is from Jersey, so yes, it made sir. sense. Shout, Ivan was good, it's man. Nick. The devious one, the devious what up, one.
3: Baby?
2: How you doing, my man?
3: No days off, Ivan.
2: <laughs> for sure, Ivan's the hardest working man in podcasting. Real talk. Well, <laughs>
3: the
2: god of the UW pod. Yeah. Yeah, the chats are going crazy. We're going to get back to the chats after we uh, move on a Ooh. little bit here.
3: Yeah, let's do it. I think we did that.
2: Yeah, yeah. So next up, we got the segment uh, between Willie Yuta and MJF. I'm really curious to, to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it made Willie Yuta look bad, bad. But what yeah. did you think?
3: I didn't think Tony or Wheeler needed to be in this segment. I th- It could have been someone else. I just I didn't understand it. We already know MJF is a master on the mic. What was the reason for Tony? Maybe to make us feel bad because we like Tony. We look at Tony as a father figure, and yeah. we really like Wheeler. That's probably where Tony was coming from. But when you write it on the piece of paper, and then it happens in you know live television, it's different. You know, you, you just don't know. And it was a fail, but I mean, MJF made some news. You know, he did what he yeah. needed to do. So the segment got it done for uh, you know talking about uh more mjf more this more that uh tony he got some love too wheeler you're right on there i why i just don't understand he's in the black club or the the combat club he's supposed to be a badass mother effer this is what happens and he's not as good as i mean who is mjf he's not that good on the mic and when you have something like that like a a lower i don't want i don't know i'm not going to call him like not going to say he's anything less than what he is but he's not good on the mic and when you go one-on-one with the best it's tough and I think that's why the segment you know didn't do as well as fans wanted I guess I don't know yeah it's a lot it's a lot of elements that didn't go right
2: I feel like one for the uh the Tony Schiavone push and him like throwing him to the ground watching that yeah yeah I, I feel like they're still trying to get MJF booed Like, they thought that that was going to be the point where people like, oh, no, not Tony, and they boo him. But the people don't want to boo MJF right now. Like, after his big, you know, pipe bomb promo and then taking the summer off and then coming back the way he did, people are excited to see him back, and they still want him to be a heel. People just don't want to boo him right now. So I feel like it was like an attempt for cheap heat that just still didn't work. Because there was still some cheers when he pushed down Tony Schiavone. Yeah. Like, so – Gosh, Tony Shabani didn't have to fucking fall to his yeah. knees and possibly get hurt because yeah, it Tony, didn't work.
3: Yeah, Tony wasn't the right guy. Someone like yeah. Jr., then you're like, oh shit.
2: Yeah, for sure. That's
3: messed up. But then again, I don't, I don't think this segment needed to happen.
2: It didn't need to happen <laughs> yeah. exactly. And then Wheeler Yuta. It was
3: funny. It was entertaining, but that's it. I could go watch something else. You know.
2: Yeah. But like you said, I think that the segment would have been fine if it was just MJF comes out, talk shit to the yeah. New York crowd, hey I'm home, you guys like yeah. worship the ground I Kiss walk on. Yeah. yeah. But Wheeler Yuta just came off like a geek in this shit. Like he's over here talking about, oh, you know, and you just got engaged. Yeah. I'm not gonna talk about that. It's like then why the fuck are you bring it up then? Like shut up yeah. then. Like why are you even bringing this shit up? Because you want to cheap like, ooh, like the people are going to and you yeah. just mentioned the low-hanging fruit that MJF goes after. It yeah. just didn't make sense. And I feel like they yeah. wanted Willie Yuta to step up to the plate on the mic. And he just... He didn't. He was outmatched. Yeah. He was outmatched.
3: Well, you don't put Wheeler in that situation. Yeah. That's just it. And yeah, okay. You know, it's his turn. Rise or shine. He didn't... I don't know. I mean, it, it's tough. I just... I don't know why it happened, but MJF did get some some heat, so... Yeah. I don't know, like like I said in the beginning, Tony's writing it down. It sounds good, it, you know, reads well. But when it, you know, the action and it's out, you know, live on TNT, you know, kind of fell flat.
2: Most definitely. I mean, yeah. they're not all going to be bangers, and they're not all going to hit when you see it on paper. There's some yeah. shit that just looks better on paper. Yeah, my Me. man Dan, <laughs> party time! Congrats on 250. I appreciate you, Dan. Thank you so much, man. Uh, boy, you'll be back on Dan Monday boy. when we do. Uh, We'll do uh, Halloween Havoc on Monday.
3: Nice.
2: They gave them 40% of the roster and brought in more indie guys. Boom, there's ROH. Yeah. I, at this moment, like, yeah, I feel like I, I wouldn't want Ring of Honor to be filled with AEW guys. I want Ring no. of Honor to have his own identity. And yeah. that's the problem with having all the ROH belts on AEW. It yeah. gets blended in with AEW. Well, who would you
3: bring in? he
2: I mean, right Effie. now... What's
3: his name? <laughs> Effie?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right now, it's like... yeah, yeah. Who, Who's the hottest name on the indies, I guess? like Cardona. Cardona's... Jeez. But isn't yeah. he... Is he signed for... Uh, w A? yeah. Yeah, and that, is he still at Impact?
3: I I know his wife is.
2: Because I, I think the deal yeah. was, like, for TV, it's Impact. But yeah. he could do, like, indies and shit like that. But... Yeah, I mean, Cardona's hot, but, yeah, right now, I mean, I'm sure you could pull yeah, a few years out, Alex Zane, yeah. maybe, like, yeah.
3: There's enough. Bring back, uh, bring back Chris Masters. Well,
2: he's <laughs> NWA, my bad. Yo, Chris Masters is underrated, I swear yeah, to God. People, people don't give him no credit, but he's definitely underrated. When he had his first run, like, he yeah. was okay, he but do. he was definitely more of a look yeah. than he was a wrestler. Yeah, but, but when he came back,
3: time, yes, he was fucking
2: wrestling like the He's, man. He leaned
3: down. He looked good. He was lean. He was, um, he was great. It just you know, Johnny yeah, I mean, I plays like, out
2: the way it plays out. Hey,
3: kid, future <laughs> endeavors.
2: Guys like Jericho, Swerve, Claudio, Kyle O'Reilly, Ricky, Ricky. Starks, Ricky Fire on My top
3: man. of That's yeah. that would be
2: a great core roster right there.
3: Yeah. What about half a the of, big men Tony don't use? Just put them on Ring of Honor. Put
2: Lance Archer there. I mean, yeah. shit, Lance Archer is too good to be fucking eating at catering all the time.
3: Yeah,
2: it's not a matter of taking there a we show go. and moving <laughs> it. <dilemma>. Always <laughs> something
3: with merger the merger
2: and voice. rotating of executives. Warner and Discovery is freezing and adding stuff like that. I mean, yeah, it was at Let's a see. time where there was a merger okay. with a TV um, executives. So we don't know what's holding it up. But that's what I'm saying. While you have all that shit holding it up why not just roll it out online then like utilize the they like to utilize their online services yeah. and not tell people because the best promos from AEW and the best video video packages from AEW is all on YouTube and never seen on on a dynamite or rampage yeah so why not like utilize that crowd that you have on YouTube and put the ring of honor show on there yeah i mean I, that's the way i would do it just to start like building up that name a little bit mm Nobody matches MJF on the mic. I still like Yuda stepping on him and possibly starting a future feud. I feel like, you know, no, not to get into the main event right away, but I feel like it's going to be a case of MJF running through everybody in the BCC until he gets yeah. to the champion. But moving on, let's go to the AEW All-Atlantic Championship matchup between Pack and Orange Cassidy. Yeah. What did you think about this?
3: I thought it was a decent match. They've wrestled with uh, each other a lot multiple times um it was an okay match I understood why it needed to be on the card you got to feature Pac I mean it's just it just makes sense Cassidy that's another guy what are you doing man I mean ROH would be great uh he could have been champion that would have been something I could I could dig my teeth into this was just an okay match you know they both delivered like usual but it was just I don't know the cherry on top it it was it was just entertaining
2: yeah, most definitely. I think it was an entertaining match. They do have good chemistry with each other. Yeah. Um, Pack cheating to win. I guess yeah. that's you know making Orange Cassidy look strong. That Pack needed to do that, and he needed to go that route to win. And he never had to do that before because Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy never beat Pack. So maybe Pack is getting close. Oh, Orange Cassidy is getting closer and closer to beating Pack. So I don't know. Maybe down the line we see another one where Orange Cassidy eventually wins. I thought that it would have made sense for Orange Cassidy to win here. Because you have Ethan Page yeah. kind of feuding with the best friends already. He had a match against Dan Housen, So Orange Cassidy will be next in line, I guess. And then also, Pac could just focus on the trios titles. But I'm not mad at it. I'm a big Pac fan, so I'm not mad at him yeah. still being a double champion. But it's just really interesting to see where they're going to go from here. Because we know um, Ethan Page is next up. Probably going to be getting that title shot in Toronto. Do you drop the title to Ethan Page in Toronto?
3: I mean... It just seems like this is Pac's career. I mean, he gets a title shot, cool, and it's over. I, I wouldn't. I mean, yes, you need to push that guy. I mean, MJF said it in one of the interviews. That's one of his top guys that he thinks is going to, you know, kill it in the next year or two. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he did it for Punk. Why not? I I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to see it. But then again, this was a lackluster match. I didn't need to see this. I would have wanted to see a match between uh, All Out, uh, what's his name, Ethan, Yeah. Um, him and Cassidy. I, I just don't know. I, I wouldn't personally, but if it needs to happen, it needs to happen. I mean, look at what happened with uh, The Acclaimed.
2: Yeah, no, I definitely dig that. It's going to be interesting to see, and I just am curious to see how it plays out. AEW Women's World Championship for well, interim yeah. women's world championship four way. This Don't was a banger. I definitely love this matchup. Everyone yeah. showed up and worked. Um, I feel like Britt Baker has her best performances when she bleeds, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, Athena was money in this matchup. Money. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the, the title rank so far of Tony yeah. Storm. Before we get to the post match, what did you think about this matchup?
3: Yeah, I loved it. I mean, I feel like. Women's matches are so much more entertaining when there's multiple women when it's just more than two I don't know what that says, but I think it's just more More entertaining to me Um, And like you said everyone put up here Deeb, Athena Baker um, Obviously Tony It just was an entertaining match and they did a lot of different things that you wouldn't see in a fatal four-way Really enjoyable very entertaining. I like the uh, the outcome Tony obviously needs to hold on that title for a while and interim we say it but what does it really mean is you know is is Rosa coming back what what's the deal there that's something that you know again we could talk about all night but this match in general was just it was good it was entertaining yeah this is what i wanted to see
2: i definitely think that the women came and showed out Yeah, and i really 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 been pushing for the women to get more time on the show so i hope that we're going to get that with what happened yeah. afterwards because I, you don't know, bring in someone like this and not give the women time on the show but before i get into who debuted what was your thoughts on jamie hater coming out and helping Britt baker after teasing like a dissension between them
3: yeah i mean that's wrestling at its finest right you mess with their yeah. heartstrings it's okay what are we doing we're thinking we're wrestling fans we know better no we don't she comes out she helps baker it's like okay cool <laughs> i dig it you know yeah, that's what wrestling's about, dude.
2: Nah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I liked it because it, it wasn't, you know, what I expected. Yeah. I thought that we were going to get that as boom. Baker's next huge, and then boom. Yep, but then the moment that got everybody talking, uh-huh. you can see a little head above our heads over here. But, perfect, Soraya, formerly known as Paige, is now all elite. Is that a tongue ring? I believe so. <laughs> I believe so so yeah i mean this moment was awesome mm-hmm. gave me goosebumps like yeah i didn't recognize the music you could tell no one in the ring recognized the music yeah. and then boom the name is on the not the tron but the little screen there yeah and crowd goes wild i'm watching Nuts. this with my girl who doesn't watch much wrestling but she yeah. knows Paige. she watched the movie and shit so she likes Paige. what an and... awful movie horrible horrible but i mean she liked it but whatever Terrible. <laughs> but yeah so you know Paige comes out or yeah. soraya comes out and Oof. what a moment it what a moment better
3: now than she did before
2: i would yeah. 100% agree with that yeah. for sure she so in the room? nah nah <laughs> <laughs> but she might be watching though
3: uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but, i mean again you brought it up earlier unexpected like yeah. why like huh She's definitely going back to WWE. Triple H is, you know, head of talent, head of creative, pretty much ahead of the company. Paige is going back. No, Swerve, unexpected, phenomenal, and uh, it was just, uh, just cool, just cool to see. You know, uh, what's next? Is she? Can she wrestle? That's the question. That's the
2: big question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I know. Uh, let's go. Dave Meltzer reported today Don't that say his name, <laughs> but it's just it brought up an interesting, like, little thing. That recently, I believe it was as of like a month ago, yeah. she was seen by a doctor and she's still not cleared, hmm. but she has her heart set on wrestling. So she that's going the to be, moolah, baby. I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see whether yeah. you know AW doctors clear her and she goes. Yeah. All I know is last night I was saying on the circle of debate, I just hope that. Whoever she's in the ring with is going to protect her. And I just, you know, want to make sure that if she does come back to wrestling, that she is cleared and is able to wrestle. Because it was already, you know, tragic that she had to stop her career short, especially at such a young age. She's only like 30 now. She debuted so young. So the last thing you want is a tragedy.
3: When was that Meltzer report? Was that today?
2: I got it today. I saw it on uh, Wrestling Inc.
3: Because I know she was on Renee's podcast, Oral Sessions. Yeah clever name there Renee um, she actually changed
2: it too I think oh, yeah. she's she, she, just sessions now yeah, yeah got a little great. backlash that
3: was after uh caster remember uh-huh. that? that was a great <laughs> great rapper there um yep what am I saying I think she said something on Renee's podcast hmm. I I don't remember but it's cool I mean yeah
2: I know like I don't know if it was last year or if it was two years ago but yeah. I remember there was rumors behind like oh she got cleared and she might be in the Women's Royal Rumble and she was, like, yeah. tweeting, like, cryptic shit. So I feel like maybe she was cleared. Maybe. I don't know. But all I know yeah. is if she does come back, I just hope that she's protected for sure. Yeah. I want Soraya and DMD. That'll be a nice feud while Tony and Hater feud. That, that's, that would be a good feud. I mean, yeah. I think that that's the money feud. You have the top woman in AEW, no matter who has that title, it's going to be Britt Baker. She has yeah. – a lot of the fanfare, so her versus Page is the biggest match you could do for Paige right now, or Soraya yeah. is the biggest match you could do for her right now. So that would be the money match, and I would, I wouldn't do that right away though. Like I, I feel like maybe you have a multi-woman tag match or something. Like you'll have Soraya teaming up with some women against yeah. Britt Baker's team, and then at Revolution next year, you could build up to that matchup and have the one-on-one. But you have to expect there's going to be ring rust. She hasn't wrestled in a long time. So, like, slowly ease her back into it because she's coming back yeah. from an injury. This wasn't like CM Punk who just took time away. This is yeah. someone who came out of a career-ending injury and now is back. You want to ease them into that transition. So, I'm definitely, yeah. you know, all for her and DMD, but down the line.
3: Yeah, I think that's smart. I mean, mm. she's kind all of right. like flair of AEW. You know? Most definitely, yeah. She comes back one-on-one Rhonda, one-on-one Paige or soraya Saracha. um <laughs> one-on-one uh i i don't know maybe she's going to be in a, a gm again maybe she'll be on yeah. commentary i've seen people saying that I too. i hope not maybe she'll win the roh championship i don't know but it's it's entertaining and i i'm, I'm stoked to see what's next i just want to see Most more definitely. of her
2: Real talk. I mean, I can't wait to see more of her, and that's why I'm saying like. And also, Tim King says she tweeted that you shouldn't listen to the dirt sheet. So maybe no Dave Meltzer's only
3: when so. they cover me, then
2: you can <laughs> listen. <laughs> which, by the way, I mean I saw Russell Inkby giving you a lot of uh, shine lately, which is dope. Yes, sir,
3: Mr. Ken Shamrock.
2: Yeah, that that was all of that. You gotta, uh, you gotta that.
3: ask the hard hitting questions. Mm-hmm. No, he no.
2: just
3: he was just a good dude. That oh, cool. was great
2: interview, too. Yeah. Everybody check out the Ken Shamrock featuring Tim King, by the way.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, to yeah. me.
2: But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I think that you don't bring in someone like Soraya just Sriracha. to have Sriracha. Sorry. No, Sriracha kidding. to go on top of the woman. <clears> wings, <throat> right. You don't bring there in someone go, like Sriracha <laughs> <laughs> just for her to be, you know, just for the women in general to be one segment on the dynamite. Yeah. 15 minutes out of the two hours. I feel like this is the start of the women getting more shine because she's too big of a star. She is, you know, like, even though she's in the women's division, I would say she's one of the top stars that was brought into AEW, male or female. She's a big name. She's a household name. She has a fucking biopic about her. So I think that this is definitely a big move for AEW, but you got to make sure that you're giving her the proper treatment.
3: Yeah. Time Time will tell.
2: Exactly. Let's get into this main event. I see a lot of people saying that they don't like it. I Uh-oh. say that it was the best decision that they could do. Yeah. AEW World Championship match, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, the finals of the Grand Slam tournament. Um, first of all, the matchup itself was great. I saw that the crowd was a little quiet in the beginning, but then throughout the matchup, they started to get really into it. I yeah. love that MJF was sitting up in the, the stands with the chip, hugging it, and it was just yeah. a cool visual especially like those wide shots where you could see the match and see MJF up there watching it as well. I thought that was good camera work. Um, Great matchup. John Moxley really showing that technically he could, his technical wrestling could hang with the best in the world, Brian Danielson. Um, Yeah. So John Moxley wins. He's the new AEW champion, first three-time champion. And I see a lot of people saying that, you know, it was Brian Danielson's time. I don't think it's Brian Danielson's time. I think it's MJF's time. And that's why I feel like it is okay for John Moxley to win the title now, to be a transitional champion for MJF to win it at the next pay per view. I feel like if Brian Danielson is a transitional champion, you're wasting a talent like Brian Danielson. Yeah, Brian I mean, Danielson when, it, when he has that title, he could run with it and have a nice lengthy reign. Right now, MJF needs to win that title soon.
3: Yeah, but we've seen this with Moxley, and I get it. He's the next man up. You gotta do what you gotta do. And you know, Tony owns the company. And you know, Mox, you wanted to go on vacation. So I, I get it, I understand it, but why not put it on Danielson? I mean if he loses to MJF, wow, cool, okay. That makes it even more impactful. He you know, I, I I'd rather see that match again, Moxley and MJF is probably better one on one with their uh, their styles. Mm-hmm. But uh, why not? Why not give Danielson that, you know, add to his lineages lineages Jesus. His legacy, why not? I don't know. I, I get it. I understand it. Like you know what you said, but Mox, he is that transitional champion. I don't want to yeah. see that again. And you know, business is business. You do what you got to do. He gets paid the big bucks. You know. Yeah, I believe he's we'll the see. highest paid wrestler in AEW. Yeah. So I, Obviously. I
2: just, I just don't want to see Brian Danielson, who's he's like one of my favorite wrestlers. So like, he's I don't want to see favorite. so like. Yeah. I'll tell you that I told the story last night on Circle of Debate. There was a time period around 07 where I was starting to fall out of wrestling. Okay. And I don't know if you remember Ring of Honor was putting on uh, pay-per-views on TV, but they were like tape pay-per-views. They were like Ring of Honor man up, Ring of Honor driven. They were just like tape shows that they would put on TV.
3: Yeah.
2: And I came across it, never heard of Ring of Honor at the time, came across it and the matchup that made me a wrestling fan again and made me fall in love with Ring of Honor – was Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGuinness, which was on the first nice. show that I saw so never heard of Brian Danielson but he made me fall back in love with wrestling with one matchup so yeah. I'm always going to be a huge fan of him for that and it's reasons like that where Brian Danielson who had legendary runs as a world champion in Ring of Honor and the uh, I love the eco-friendly champion in, in uh yeah. WWE like I just don't want him to win the title for a month to drop it to MJF. I feel like MJF could be a champion and then you could have the big feud between Danielson and MJF regardless, just yeah. with Danielson chasing the title instead of being the champion. Yeah. So, Yeah, I don't no, know. I, I get
3: it. I get it. I'm with you on that. I mean, but when is Danielson going to win it? If MJF's going to have four or five years, it feels like he's going to be the next Roman Reigns of the company. Maybe yeah. he's retired. I don't know.
2: I mean, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. But I know I the um, decision,
3: you know? I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know that. I don't uh, have to like it.
2: I, I personally would have popped for a dance, and I thought that that would yeah. have been amazing. But, like, I did get it when Moxley won. Yeah. I was like, all right, it makes sense. Because I think right now it's clear MJF is next up. Yeah. Tell him to narrow and keep making Papa Cycle proud. <laughs> Mox is the guy that carried the company since damn near day one. Yes. When in doubt you put the bell on the guy you trust. I feel it's like that that's times. true. They, they they have gone to the well though with Moxley as the guy that they trust too, too many much. Times. Yeah, cuz he just was the guy that they trusted when CM Punk went down and then now he's yeah. the guy that they trusted here again. So. After CM Punk left. Yeah. yeah.
3: Or that whole shit show thing.
2: Thanks. Tim says the ending of this match was amazing. The Bret Hart pin reversal into the chokehold was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I love, like, the transitions in this matchup was crazy. Like, yeah. they, they have such great chemistry. And I love the fact that people are now seeing that John Moxley is not just a brawler. He, yeah. He's not just a hardcore guy. Like, he could wrestle. He has technical wrestling abilities.
3: And I think that's one of the issues, too. We're focusing on who won the match. How about just watch the damn match? Facts, it was right? <laughs> I mean, Definitely. this is what we do. We're passionate. We have podcasts. We're going to talk. That is what it is. But, you know, when it comes down to it, when the dust settles... Shut the hell up. It was a good match. Who cares right. about the outcome? But,
2: I totally agree, for sure. Yeah. 250,
3: but, baby.
2: Yep, 250, a big one. I, I definitely, you know, I enjoyed the show. I thought it was a good show. Yeah. I personally don't think it beat, you know, Dynamite Grand Slam from last year, but I could be biased because I was there. You know, you get that live yeah. feel. It's always more biased when you're there live. But um, this was a very good show, though. Yeah. Um you know, I, I tried to stay spoiler free for uh, Rampage tonight. I, I had yeah. a dickhead have, friend fucking it. show me pictures and shit. I was like, "He's like, oh look at this." I'm like, "Motherfucker," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I told you. I, well, anyway, but so we'll talk about uh, Rampage on Monday. You know, I know a lot of people want to talk about Rampage already because there's a lot of shit went down on Rampage, especially two hours. But we'll be talking about that on Monday. Right now, I want to give you the floor. You know, you had a big announcement on the UW podcast yeah. today, so let's let let the people of the Wrestling Delorean podcast know what happened.
3: Yeah, we announced today a new co-host to the UW pod, Keith. Really good dude uh, from the tri-state area. Um, just overall good dude and uh, wrestling fan. He loves it and uh, just so much fun. I mean, the future is bright. Um, that's about it. Go, uh, go check out the Richards interview, Davey Richards. It yeah. was a good one. And then we got Mike Kyota next, and we got mm. a uh, special one after Mike Kyoto But yeah, bangers, baby, bangers. But that enough definitely... about me. Two fifty, dude. Do you remember your first episode?
2: <laughs> I do remember my first episode. It, yeah, it was a different podcast. It was a different podcast. It was uh, me and my brother, and we were just covering AEW versus NXT. It was called the Fight for Wednesday Night, and. Okay. It was just AEW versus yeah. NXT. And then I when I went solo, I always thought like I want to do a lot more than this. Cause when I wanted to when I started to podcast, my idea was, you know, I'm gonna cover everything, past, yeah. present, everything, right? Whatever made me a fan, I'm gonna talk about. Yeah. I didn't want to be tied down to just AEW and NXT. So that's when I created the Wrestling DeLorean. I believe it was like twelve episodes in, the Wrestling DeLorean started okay. and went straight through. But It's been a crazy ride. I mean, definitely crazy. Different platforms now live, doing the show live is totally different from how I would do it.
3: This is your first time? Like,
2: yeah, this this is live. I feel like I went live once before, didn't like the way it went. So I was like, fuck, I'm going to just go with the the pre recorded. And now, like, ever since joining Circle Debate, which has been a blessing, like going live on their channels, fucking awesome. Ivan is a fucking awesome dude. And I'm just so blessed to be here right now. And like I said, it's it's the fans who – I get a lot of support, and I I appreciate everyone who supports it. It's so humbling. I never did this for any other reason, but I just wanted to talk wrestling. So for it to get this far and have as many supporters as I do, it is the most humbling thing, and I I fucking love it. I appreciate everybody. Awesome, man.
3: Sounds humble.
2: Thank you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you coming on for episode 250. Yes, I wanted sir. a big guest on. I want someone who hasn't been on yet. And oh, I was like, yo, I'm going to hit up on. Nick. <laughs> I'm going to hit up Nick.
3: Yes, sir.
2: <laughs> so let the people know where they can find you.
3: Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. We got a website, uwpod.com. Check us out. All the videos, all the contacts, all the, Jesus, all the content. Um, again, 250. Congrats, brother.
2: Thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. Let's
3: rip a shot, baby. Come
2: on. I don't got nothing with me. I got this big-ass water bottle. About to get surgery next week. So gotta drink gallons of water here. So cheers. Might break your cup if I cheers you with this. Yeah. (laughs) Most definitely, though, everybody hit that subscribe button for the circle debate. We're going to be on later on today. So we're going to have top five. Today's going to be a very special episode. It's going to be a weird episode that a lot of people, you know, may not. Even expect us to do, but we're doing a top five Wrestling Society X moments. I don't know if you guys remember Wrestling nice. Society X from MTV yeah, in 2006. I fucking love that show, and I might be the only person who I know who loved that show. So we're going to be talking about Wrestling Society X on the Circle Debate. You know, we have Circle Debate shows every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then you got the Wrestling DeLorean every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So there is a lot of content on this channel. So hit that subscribe button. And make sure you go to the Universal Wrestling Pod and hit that subscribe button too. Great interviews, man. I fucking love the Ken Shamrock interview. Davey Richards' interview today was awesome. And I love the way you and Keith bounce off each other. Like The chemistry is already there between you guys. That's what I'm talking about,
3: man. Just an overall good dude.
2: For sure. Yeah. yeah, you guys really mesh well with each other. So I'm excited to see what's to come. Mike Kyoto, that sounds like a very interesting yeah, one. There's a boy. lot of history. He's the man. So I can't wait, man. Jersey so, boy. Yeah. And gosh, he's been with, he was with WWE, I believe, in the 80s. Yeah, over All the way years. to like 2020, did a few things with AEW. There's a lot yeah. to talk about.
3: Oh, yeah.
2: So Tim says, great show, gents. Thank you so much, man. Tim Thank man. you for everybody who joined Don excellent show. Appreciate you, man.
3: Past your Every, bedtime buddy go to bed
2: <laughs> actually check out what's it called top rope wrestling talk is probably coming on in about 15 instagram? minutes i forget oh the, the award-winning instagram <laughs> top underscore of underscore or top yeah. underscore top
3: That's yeah. <laughs> like me trying to say Roman
2: Reigns. top five, underscore rope five years, underscore wrestling yeah. underscore talk check them out they're coming on live in a couple of minutes
3: Yes.
2: check out dom's show it's gonna be awesome and yeah, I mean, I hope everyone enjoys SmackDown tonight. There should be a lot of interesting stuff, a lot of cryptic messages. Yeah. You know, whether Bray Wyatt shows up or not, it's probably gonna be a great Corbin,
3: show. What the hell? Where's JBL? Yeah. yeah. I
2: mean, there's there's gonna be I, I'll tell you this right now, I feel like if it's not Bray Wyatt, everybody's going to fucking burn the whole internet yeah. down. But who cares? And Bunny AW Bunny, Rampage. What's
3: his name? Daddy Bunny.
2: Bunny. Uh oh, yeah, Bad what's Bunny. His name? Bad Bunny, yeah. Bad Bunny,
3: yeah. Dirty Bunny sounds better, but Bad Bunny, I
2: don't know. There was talk that he was coming back, too, so that would be very insane if it is Bad Bunny. Also, everyone check out Rampage. Rampage Grand Slam. I mean, that's a two-hour show, special Rampage tonight.
3: What time does it start, 10?
2: Yeah, 10 o'clock Eastern to 12 o'clock, which is a little hard. I know they're hoping to pop a rating on this show, but... Twelve o'clock
3: on a Friday. It?
2: That's the question. I, I I've been saying for a long time they have the money to go live. Go live. Yeah. The show always feels so much better when Rampage is live. Whenever it's taped, it just doesn't yeah. have that same. The editing for Rampage is horrible too. Like they huh. let nothing breathe.
3: What the camera I mean, angles? Like not the way
2: that they just cut in between fucking segments. Yeah. It's it's horrible. Like there's no. They don't let shit breathe, and it's yeah. like one thing after another. Uh, last week, I believe you had. Um, was Jim it Ross. Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe beat Josh Woods and then they instantly showed a video package of AW Grand Slam Dynamite and then they go back to the ring with yeah. Wardlow coming out and Tony Nese coming out. Yeah, yeah. It was like, that was very bad editing.
3: Yeah, so go live. experience, you know, three years. Yeah. I, I, I feel on. you. Do it live.
2: Exactly, go live. Go live. Anyway, everybody, I love you guys. Thank you for joining. Thanks for Cheers. 250. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Nick. Thanks for coming on. And just know you are welcome whenever you ever want to just talk wrestling and not interview a fucking Hall of Famer, then just come on.
3: (laughs) I'm so over that, man. That's why I got Keith. All
2: right, man. Take care. Have a good night. Everyone have a great weekend. And then catch me on Circle of Debate in about three, four hours.
3: Nice. Peace.